In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Good morning, Japan. Yes, that's right. We're in Asia, and I'm here with Nick Hill. Nick, how are you, buddy? Ohio gazimasu, which is good morning in Japan. Uh, something that was kind of strange for me to get used to when I first started in an office and going down the hallway, everyone was saying, Ohio. I thought they were just identifying where I'm from. It turns out that means good morning. Excellent. So um, is there any links between Japan and Ohio? The word is there um, Ohio <laughs> America and Ohio in Japanese. Is there any uh, connection? Uh, not that I know of. Uh, I... The only, the closest thing I've seen to a connection is I, I live close to a little town called Yoichi, uh, which had a famous uh, NASA astronaut. And I came from a little town called New Concord, Ohio, which also is famous for an astronaut by the name of John Glenn. So uh, that, other than those little things, which I think are forced assimilies, I don't think there's anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, excellent, but maybe in, um... Ohio, you like your uh, sushi as well, or the same as Japan? <laughs> I won't say it's the same as in Japan, but uh, I do enjoy my sushi everywhere I go. Excellent. Well, look, it's a Browns podcast. Tell us what you're doing in Japan and why you're a Browns fan. Uh, I grew up kind of, uh, well, I grew up starting out snowboarding in Ohio, uh, of all places and got completely addicted to that sport. And it has pushed me from Ohio to Utah and Lake Tahoe and Korea and now Japan. So uh, that is kind of where that came from. Started out at Boston Mills Brandywine Resort in Ohio. And uh, now I'm out here living in Niseko, Japan, which is in, on a Hokkaido Island. It's probably, probably one of the best places to snowboard in the world. To tell uh, me, Ohio, can you actually snowboard there? <laughs> uh, they, they, uh, you, can, you can actually snowboard there, but I wouldn't say that it's incredible. Uh, it's a lot of landfills and small little hills with fake snow guns on them. So um, I don't know. If, I, I think the UK might actually have better snowboarding than we have in Ohio, but who knows? <laughs> I can imagine we've got Scotland with some mountains and how many runs do you like on the mountains in um what's it called again in Niseko no no what's it called um the resort in Ohio called Brandy Mountain uh, Boston, Boston Mills and Brand Boston Mills Brandywine so it's it's two different ski resorts technically they're around the corner from each other because there wasn't enough hillside in one location so <laughs> So you can ride half the day at Boston Mills and then take a little car ride around to Brandywine. And with the same lift ticket, you can ride at Brandywine. Uh, yes. it's, it's over by Cuyahoga Valley National Park. But how many runs are there? Is there like one run or is there like 10 runs? Or 
I don't, I don't know that it, you would consider them runs. Uh, there's, there's a few, there's a few chairlifts. Uh, but for the most part, when I was, when I was riding there, it was more taking a bunch of terrain park laps and, uh, just having a good time with your friends. Okay. Excellent. And, uh, Browns fan, tell us, um, how are you a Browns fan? Uh, when I was a little kid, I started out a Browns fan, and um, I'll, ne- I'll actually never forget, my grandma one day told us that she was going to take us to Walmart and buy us new Browns hats because we were going to lose our team. Yeah. Uh, and so I remember purchasing a Browns hat and my grandma telling me, this is your last, this is the last one you'll ever have. And uh, I admittedly didn't come back as fast as the team did because I was just kind of fed up with the NFL stealing my team away from me. So it took me a little while. And then probably after, after college, I became a Browns fan and pretty much came into some of the worst seasons of our history. And uh, yeah, now, now I'm coming into some of the best seasons of our history. So we hope, great. we hope. Yeah, we hope, we hope. Fingers crossed. And what shirt are you wearing there at the moment, or jersey? Uh, right now, so this, my brother, uh, my, both my brothers are not Browns fans, and so we have a lot of fun going back and forth with banter. Um, my brother that is a Bengals fan. Oof, disown him. I know, I know. He, he, he's a Reds fan too, so it gets worse. Uh, but he bought me this jersey and put my last name on it with the joke of, you don't have any players good enough to buy their jerseys, so I bought you a custom one. So it was one of those gifts with a little bit of punch in it. Mate, I'll take that. And uh, we're definitely finishing above the Bengals next season. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and definitely, they... on, on, definitely on paper, we've got a better team. That's right. That's right. I'd say, I'd say we have the best team in the division right now, which is... Uh, I, as you can tell, I struggled to even say that. <laughs> but, but we can, I think we are finally to a point we can, we can say it, I hope. And uh, uh, tell us, have you seen any bra- other Browns fans in Japan? I have not. Um, I haven't seen any Browns fans in Japan yet. I did see this winter there was a, a guy with a Ravens hat on. Oof. And I had my Browns hat on. And... I just walked up to him and was like, go Browns, right in his face. And he responds back with a Kiwi accent. And he's like, I just visited Baltimore, man. <laughs> so even the NFL fans I've found, they're not, they're not true fans. Yeah, very similar in uh, London. Uh, you see a lot like Raiders hats because they've got a skull and crossbow on it. So uh, they think they're yeah. cool. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know, I, I'm kind of curious to see, and maybe, maybe you are as well, I think, I think the league might make some international moves soon. In what way? Uh, just with a lot, of, uh, a lot of attention going to London right now. And I know the NFL said they're open to the idea to a London team. I know we saw our uh, Odell Beckham went in there, and he had, uh, was it Tottenham, had their – their locker room all decked out NFL with his jerseys hanging everywhere. I, and uh, when he signed with the Browns, he made the comment that he uh, 
he wants this to become America's team. And just listening that that press conference over again, it sounds like he might know something big coming up. So I don't know. Interesting. I think the team that's linked to London would be uh, Jaguar. The, the Jacksonville Jaguars? Yeah, the London Jags. Yeah, so uh, um, we'll see. So um, uh, weirdly, the Jags and the, the Jags UK and NFL UK shameless share the same building. So, mm. you know, it could and they're kind of on that block of teams that – that might lose their city next. Um, you think so? I, well, yeah. I was listening to uh, the Cleveland Browns podcast earlier, the Browns Daily, and they were they were mentioning how Jacksonville just is not an NFL town. And it's uh, – I don't know. I haven't gone to a game there. I have gone to a game around the Oakland area, and I know that was what they were putting it up against. And – I was not impressed with the Oakland area. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was at a baseball game, but still it was, it was, uh, I've been to baseball there. I've been to basketball there and it's, it's, uh, it's an experience. It'd be crazy if they have, I don't know, half the games in London, half the games in uh, Jacksonville. It would be crazy, but um, I baseball know. Baseball games, uh, I guess. Yeah, well, in baseball, they're talking about that with the Tampa Bay Rays. They're talking about, I think, Tampa Bay and Ottawa, maybe. Uh, but they're talking about splitting the baseball team between two cities and have and two countries, really. So I wouldn't be surprised to see the NFL make similar moves. It is a business. And uh, Browns news, you saw uh, – we've seen Odell Beckham with that uh, – Huge uh, callback throw. Yeah. Receiver or quarterback, not sure. Uh, saw him bomb the whole field. And if uh, I think if Freddie Kitchen's got some plays like he did last year cooking up, then it could make an interesting Odell Beckham touchdown story. Wasn't it Landry who had the um, big throw? It was. Yeah, it so was. So there could be a play where them can do it. all three quarterbacks line up in a row. <laughs> oh, the plans. Yeah. Uh, Freddie's got to be salivating at that idea. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Duke Johnson's got a new uh, agent. We're, we're really scraping the barrel for Brown's news at the moment. So uh, yeah. <laughs> what's, your, what, what's your view on that? Uh, I think it's a business move. I think that, um, unfortunately, Kareem has the history that he does, and he's making the best efforts to change that. Um, but I think at the same time, the history's there. And with the recent news, be it fake news or not, it did come up in the media. And I think that that kind of warrants being able to put someone new on the job and get fresh eyes for what his future is going to look like. I mean, for all we know, it's all news to push that agenda. I don't know. But I think it's uh, right now it's something to talk about until they get back to camp. Yeah. <laughs> Duke Johnson's Which, gonna, I think Duke Johnson's going to be a Browns player. I think. Yeah. I think. I, I, hope, uh, I hope all of them are. We we I need think, a third. We need a third running back up to week nine. So. Absolutely. We either yeah. have we either have Duke Johnson, who, who's not the biggest, um, running. I don't know. Big the biggest Barry is more of a receiving uh, running back. So. Uh, but yeah, we either get him or we 
we get a vet in to maybe give a few snaps to to save Nick Chubb getting absolutely bashed up. Huh. Yeah, I think uh, I think there's nothing wrong with rotating a few backs. I think that keep the fresh legs and Nick Chubb has the ability to to just break 90 plus yard runs and meanwhile Duke can do the same thing receiving and running it'd be great okay and uh tell us are you gonna go back to Cleveland uh this year uh right now it is uh the play the trip the the trip that I did have planned I I've had to since put it on the back burner and and uh I think cancel it for now I was gonna try to come back and catch an Indians game, catch a Browns game, uh, catch an Ohio State football game, and then, uh, of course, visit family, too. I guess I should mention that first. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, right now I'm not, I'm not sure that that's in the cards, so we'll have to see. I've, I've got my ways of being able to watch my games out here, so uh, those 2 a.m. games, we don't have as many of them this year, which is nice. Yeah. Because, uh, I'm not. I'm not opposed to this primetime schedule and West Coast so, games. Great. Educate us. So a Sunday one o'clock Ohio game is what time where you are? Ooh, I think that's probably a four. I think it's a four a.m. game. Okay. I know. I know. Uh, I, I know. I woke up a few times last year because uh, I got here very late in the season and I woke up once or twice for four a.m., five a.m. games. Um, and I know for baseball, I'll have games come on at 2 a.m. So typically those are the ones I skip and, uh, the ones that are 7 a.m. Games I get to watch before I head into work for the day. Yeah. Tomorrow to watch, uh, Mike Clevenger pitch, uh, pitch a game against the twins and it happens at 9 a.m. here. So it's perfect for me. I know, uh, I know Tom Hamilton, the radio announcer for the Indians, he oftentimes announces, that it's a late game for Clevelanders, but for the international fans, it's prime time. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> As I'm sure you know. So, yeah, if you get like a really um, late Ohio kickoff, prime time game, it's, you can wake up in the morning and watch it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I feel sorry for my uh, neighbors at times, but, uh, <laughs> but I think they're understanding. They... <laughs> <laughs> they know who's cheering when I give myself away walking out of the house and in jerseys all the time. Excellent, excellent. And uh, yeah, well, I may be coming to the, the Japan Auto Motor Show, so there could be um, we could meet up next year potentially. And I reckon there's a good ten, fifteen Browns fans in Japan on social media. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to link up with them, so uh, I would definitely. I would definitely suggest for them to, to track me down and, and uh, at least we can have a little camaraderie. Uh, I know a lot of the fans are probably going to be Tokyo-based, which is on the main island. Um, but, you know, it's, it's nice to, when you go into those areas, be able to, to meet up with some fellow, fellow Cleveland sports fans. How far away from Tokyo are you? A flight. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a flight, but... I've found in the past I've taken a Tokyo trip for it's around 80, 80 to 150 US dollars for a round trip to Tokyo, which too bad. when you hear that for domestic flights as an American, it's, it's kind of frustrating at first, but when you're uh, using it to your advantage, it's nice. 
Cool, cool, cool. All right, well, look, I'm going to try and find some more Japanese uh, fans for you. So, uh, and uh, hopefully we can meet, meet up with some and uh, keep growing this uh, global Browns uh, community. Absolutely. All right, buddy. So how would you say Go Browns in uh, Japanese? Any idea? Oh, I don't have that one down yet. No? I know that uh, it, would, uh, it would be a little tweaked because there's no, there's no V sounds. And the L sound is also uh, not exactly there. So you've already got a sound that's creevrend uh, and sounds very off. So I would say go Browns. <laughs> All right, go Browns. And Nick, thank you very much for your time. If anyone's listening to this and got any plans to go snowboarding or coming out to Japan, where can we find your details? Um, I've started up Twitter um, more recently, and so you can find me at Niseko Nick, which is N-I-S-E-K-O-N-I-C-K. That's on Twitter. And then there's an Instagram link on there. I do most of my Browns related posting on my Twitter and then most of my social life and and cultural exploration I do on my Instagram account. Cool, cool, cool. Last question I've got to ask, what do you reckon the Browns win-loss record is going to be this year? Oh, I think the Browns are going to go 11-5. and But uh, I also have to agree with the girl from Montana and say we're going to the Super Bowl. I've been saying it every year as a Browns fan, and I'll keep on saying it. One of these years, it's going to be right. Mate, if we get to the playoffs, will you fly over? Ooh, I don't think I can fly over this time, but uh, I I definitely at some point in life want to do that. I've been to Indians playoff games before. Um, I've I had everything lined up to be at Game 7 when the Cavs won the finals. Uh, Unfortunate circumstance didn't allow me to do that but other than that I don't know Brown I heard you ask her the question of how much would you spend on a Brown Super Bowl and I don't think my bank account would agree with what I'd be willing to spend <laughs> <laughs> all right mate but look it's been absolute uh, pleasure speaking to you I'm going to send you a list of I've got 14 um, people that I know in Japan that are Browns fans I'm going to send you over to you now uh, and hopefully let me know if you meet up with any of them. It'd be a great story to tell everyone. Absolutely. And I, uh, I have a question to, to you, actually. Go for so it. I'm ready. I, I have been, uh, I've been working on, I want to show the, the local community what a, what a Cleveland tailgate looks like. What's it look like to party in, in Muni lot? So I'm working on making a Browns tailgating playlist. Ah, I think I think that uh, Colin Baton Rouge would have to be Freddie Kitchen's song. In the air is obviously Baker's song. But what what else do we throw on there? I, I've got uh, I've got Cleveland Rocks, Chicken Fried, Cleveland Till I Die, Hell's Bells, Born in the USA. But uh, I want to ask you and ask the fans, what songs do I need on this playlist? There's one they played on Hard Knocks last year. Uh, it's called Change is Coming. Change they, is Coming. Uh, I'm going to get the artist up now for you. It's uh, It was played, I think, a lot in... Um, I think it may be just called Change. I'm going to have to tweet it. Um, I think if you... Yeah, this time last year, I was um, playing it quite a lot. Um, but yeah, I, I like that. And I also like... 
once again another hard uh, knock song. Um, Eminem and is it little little rock or something? I don't know what he's called. Uh, no love. There's so many lils. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so uh, yeah, th- th- these are my um, pre uh, Browns uh, playlist songs. So um, yeah, as soon as I find that change song, I'm gonna let you know what it is. Sounds like a plan. Let's uh, let's put a list together and get people all around the world excited for the Browns. And yeah, if I'm ever tailgating in a Muni lot, I like to play uh, the intro to this. So um, uh, London is calling, Clash. Hey, there you go. That's a tune. All right, Brian. Nick, it's been an absolute pleasure. And uh, yeah, I really look forward to uh, meeting you some part around the world and uh, going from there, okay? All right. I'm excited for that day. You take care. Go Browns. Will do. Go Browns. Hey!